you're in Cali, right? I am. I'm in, I'm in California. Where are you? I'm in uh, Costa Rica. Yeah, I know. I, I heard you saw you said Costa Rica. Costa Rica sounds so sick. I want to go there. You got to come down, man. I may have to. I may have to stop by, see you, get a quick field trip in. <laughs> How long have you been in Cali for? Well, I moved here uh, one year ago, actually. So I'm born and raised in Lexington, Kentucky, and I just moved to uh, Burbank. Yep. And, and tell me a little bit about that, because I read a little bit about your, your history. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'll wrap that up kind of at the start of the podcast. But um, what was it? You, you, you had, I mean, I heard about this thing. You had a, a viral video when you were five years old. Why don't we start there? What happened with that thing? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I started doing social media like professionally, I guess you could say one year ago. Uh, but yeah, I did make my first viral video at five years old. And um, it was kind of like an impersonation of, have you ever heard of Bon Quiqui? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I did like a impersonation of Bon Quiqui. And I was like, hello, welcome to King Burger. We'll do it your way, but don't get crazy. And uh, my mom just recorded me and she put the camera in front of me and the video did like really, really, really well. Um, I mean, it did like, well, it got like a hundred thousand views. Um, mm -hmm. So like, that's crazy. Like at five years old. So was that, on that YouTube? was the first viral video. It was on YouTube and it's still there to this day. <laughs> well i like that i like not taking down so a lot of people like to clean up their past by taking stuff down but i like people who keep it up man yeah i love keeping it up i think it's just good memories you know i can always look back on that 100 percent, 100 percent. i think that's 100%. like part of what i do and i do a lot of different stuff and uh, part of it is kind of this like living history right where your kids can look mm -hmm. back on it you know your kids are going to get to look back on you doing this crazy stuff you know in your right. team and be like daddy what were you doing <laughs> I completely agree. It, like, it's something where you can be like, if your kids do social media, be like, hey, we got a whole journey here. We can start at five years old. Then we're going to go to my 13-year-old, now 15, now 16, and they just see the whole journey, you know, instead of taking it down. I hate when people a do that. Absolutely. I mean, I think who knows what this is even going to be. My, part of my overall life thesis is who knows what this is even going to be in mm -hmm. 10 years. Social media, as we kind of know it now, might be completely different uh in 10 years do you have any thoughts on what you think might happen uh i definitely do believe it'll be uh completely different and i the world's changing every single day you know i mean new new inventions are coming about you know i see more stuff with like uh modern day transportation and everything so i think social media i think instagram will i would say let's just say in 10 years we're gonna go 10 years i think okay. instagram will be dead uh sure. in 10 years uh, i think tiktok will probably not be around. I think there's going to be new platforms. I think everything's going to be new. I think Snapchat's going to be gone. I think Facebook's still going to be around just because I think just the older generation just loves Facebook. Yeah, well, I it's mean, a monster no too. It's the older generation, but yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I think Facebook's still going to be around. But I just believe there's going to be a new platform. Like there's always new platforms every single year and there's always new ones coming about. Like TikTok's a new one and nobody would have ever believed TikTok was going to be a thing five years ago. So, yep. now, so tell me with that, are you continually trying new uh new new apps and stuff that come out do you stay current with that or what do you i mean obviously you're focusing mainly on tiktok but are you on the other are you searching through other platforms and getting comfortable with those as they come out for sure i am searching through the other platforms um there's several platforms that are out right now uh there's one called lasso that i'm not working on it as much anymore i was i was trying to post consistently like post every single day on there uh, what I did was kind of like before I posted the video on TikTok, I would screen record it so it would take away the watermark, and then I just posted on Lasso. Uh, yeah. But I noticed that like the app wasn't growing, and it just wasn't really benefiting me as a creator. So I was like, you know what, kind of gonna step back. And I was invited yeah. to, like their, I was like invited to, like the creator events and everything. So like I was like part of the creator community, but I wasn't noticing like it was helping or anything. So I stopped yeah. doing that. Uh, and there's other like picture platforms. Um, there's one called photo which is f-o-t-o mm -hmm. and i was invited to their creator events and everything and same thing i just wasn't noticing like growth in their platform and they had viewers on there and they had users but it just wasn't helping so i kind of stopped but i'm always trying to be on the lookout for new platforms isn't that lasso isn't that lasso that's a google product isn't it yes it's it uh I it's, it, it's, or did they acquire it i can't remember one or the other i right. think they acquired it um it's owned by facebook at the moment and uh, oh, Facebook that's, I'm sorry, you're right. That's right. It's Facebook. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty. Yeah, it's Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yep. So take me back though. When you were so, 
how what you how old were you when you moved to California? I moved to California. Well, 14. 14. 14. I um so my birthday is September 19th and then yeah. I officially made the move like October like mid October. So mm-hmm. I was 14 years old. Now, how how did that happen? Was this like you were just super motivated to do it or your parents were interested like me i'll just give you a little like me and my son if my son you yeah, know, I'd tried love to, to help hear. him start youtube channels we've done streaming things you know but he's never really followed through was this just something where you were following through and your parents were like okay let's go i mean how to have that work for sure yeah i love that you're helping your son i think it's so good i i really think like with kids it all starts with the parents you know if like you if you want your cut if you want your son to succeed you know you gotta raise them right you know be like hey this is what you gotta do to do this and and that's what my dad's really always focused on uh, with me, both of my parents have, and they're always like, they're always teaching me right and wrong. They're telling me like, Parker, if this is what you want to do, then put all your eggs and do it. But also like, well, sorry, don't put all your eggs in a, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. But they're saying like, put like, really sorry. I know. I was like, uh, but no, dude, what they're hey, saying look, is man, like, Hey, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with throwing all your eggs in the basket, dude. I mean, if you want to go, I yeah. tell my son, if you want to go all in on anime, for example, he likes anime. Mm-hmm. He likes drawing anime. You want to go all in on anime? Go in on all, all in on anime. But when it gets hard, you must stay with anime. You can't just like drop yeah. out because you're tired of taking anime classes, right? That's my feeling on it, the way I try to push my kid. But, man, he doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> good way to put it. I, I get it. No, that's smart. I think that's, that's a really good way to put it. Um, that's better, I guess. I guess what my parents were saying, and um, I'll kind of get into it. I don't – or no, we'll, we'll get into it in a in the second. But yeah. long story short, uh, what my parents were saying basically – is the fact that I guess that when I was saying, hey, let me move to LA, I wanna be in the entertainment industry, they were saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket just in case this doesn't work out. But now that they're seeing this is working out every single day, put all your eggs in this one basket. Like I'm not doing any sports. Uh, I'm not doing any other, any other, anything else. I'm just all in the entertainment industry with acting, social media, stand-up comedy, hosting, everything. Uh, But long story short, my parents live in Lexington, Kentucky. I live out here with a legal guardian. Uh, mm-hmm. We hired this girl that was my babysitter when uh, when I was probably about ten years old. We hired her. We flew her out, and now she lives with me. She normally takes me from like place to place, interview to interview, all that good stuff. And wow. uh, my parents still come out like every single month. They try to come out once every month, and wow. it's still like a healthy relationship with them. And I'm not like emancipated or anything, and uh, we still <laughs> love each other. <laughs> wow, well, that's incredible. Actually, that's one of the. I- I mean, you probably have met people out there in California. Maybe this is a normal thing, but you were the first one where I was like, when I read that article, I saw the article on Twitter. Um, and I said to myself, wow, uh, that is, you don't hear that very often where the parent steps up, organizes somebody to take care of you, pays for it, really invests in your future. Um, you got to give it to your, uh, that, that's pretty awesome. If you don't, that's pretty awesome definitely. of your parents to do that. <laughs> It's, it's literally insane. And I, I sit in bed and pray every single night. I'm like, wow, God, thank you so much for giving me such a, an amazing family who supports yep. me and cares for me. And it's obviously like, it's such a sacrifice to be living in LA without my family. Like it's, it's hard. And I, I was a sure. kid who literally like, this is what's crazy is when I was a kid, or I mean, I'm still a kid, but um, like, I guess go back three years ago in Kentucky, I was literally, and I've never told this to anybody like on like a social media or a podcast or thing, but I was literally scared to go to do sleepovers. I was scared to spend the night at places and I literally hated to. I was, I wanted to be with my family as much as possible. I would literally, my friend live less than a mile away and I would not spend the night at his house. I just spend as much time with my family as possible. I was scared to leave them. Dude, that's literally, that's honestly, it's, if nobody's told you, that's completely normal. <laughs> uh, I was terrified. Uh, you know, I, I would literally, I, I can't remember the first time I went to sleep over at a friend's house and like yeah. literally had to fake being sick so that I could go home, right? Because it felt yeah. like that bad, right? Um, yeah. That's a real thing. Uh, and so, wow, I, to, to actually move when you're still young enough to still feel that stuff, that's insane, man incredible it is it is man i it's it's a crazy life that i live i'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) absolutely amazing did um when you moved out there had you already started on tiktok or were you just doing um youtube and that sort of thing i was i know you were on musically briefly before tiktok right you were on musically before 
Yeah, so I was um, yes to no. Well, so I started when I moved to LA, I was just doing YouTube and I really didn't have like any like view of how social media works at all. I had no clue how it worked and I didn't really have any friends out here. I was very lonely out in LA. Now it's completely opposite. Sure. Um, but I was just doing YouTube, just filming videos, just with my camera. And I was posting some like videos on Instagram and pictures. I had like 12,000 on Instagram, which is still a solid following. Uh, mm -hmm. But now it's grown so much with TikTok. And I never really did Musical.ly that much. I had like one Musical.ly up there because my dad was like, Park, you need to do a Musical.ly. Uh, but I never really got into Musical.ly. Sure. Yep. I mean, I saw, I, I've, I, I scrolled through your whole feed. Um, and, you know, as I said, I'll, I'll talk about it in the beginning of the podcast, but some impressive uh, numbers for sure. Uh, Thank you. You know, whatever. I don't even know. 18 million views on a couple of, on a video. Um, amazing. Uh, and I, Thank you know, you. what was when you were moving out there, what was your, did you have, you just knew you wanted to, to do videos and be a personality or did you actually like have a plan? Did you want, I mean, what was your rough idea of how you're going to make money or make a career out of this? What was your idea when you started and has it changed to today? Like, what is it today? Yeah. When I moved out here, you know, I kind of, I guess the main focus uh, of mine was really just to get into the acting industry and really just go out on auditions every single day. And, and uh, we got like uh, theatrical auditions, commercial auditions, all that good stuff. Right. But I guess when I came out here, I guess the whole perspective of things changed. I really realized how hard it is to make it. It's oh, yeah. not just like one audition is going to book you. So uh, <laughs> like, and my, that's what my dad's on me. He's like, Parker, like you got to keep on going. So uh, I started doing stand-up comedy and now the hosting and, and TikTok and really taking social media seriously. And that's where like everything started coming about when I started like broadening my horizons and mm -hmm. really doing more things than just acting. Interesting. So you're doing stand-up as well? Are you continuing that or you, you do? I am. Yeah, I'm continuing stand-up comedy. Uh, I literally... Is this my, yeah, this is my notepad. I write a lot of my, no, I think it's in the other notepad. Uh, I write a lot of my like stand up sets in one of these notepads here. Um, I'm going to do one here soon. So we'll see. We'll see. Wow. That's incredible, yeah. right? I mean, even the part of what I, you know, starting my podcast and doing my videos and all this sort of stuff was this idea of overcoming the fear, the anxiety of being in front of people and talking to, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in front of people. Have you ever had that problem or that's always just been natural? You've never had a problem doing that sort of stuff. For me, I feel like it's always been more natural. Um, it, yeah, I, it's really just kind of the thing where I was born into it. I never, my parents were never like, hey, uh, get, get yourself out of your shell. You know, they always made that yeah. joke of like, Parker's got to get out of his shell. Oh my gosh. Because I've always been like such an energetic kid, like always going crazy. <laughs> yep. that's that's cool man i i um i wanted to ask you get getting into the like the nitty-gritty of tiktok um how do you i see your when i i go through your videos and i see a lot of the people in the same video or in multiple videos so are those mm -hmm. just your friends or do you work with like a team of people how does it how does it work for you when you're creating uh, all of your videos, TikToks, YouTube, do you work with a team or how does that work? Yeah, for sure. So I don't currently work with a team with TikTok. I'm literally just filming videos with my friends almost all the time. And it's, and I've noticed with TikTok is when you have a, a tight core group of friends on the platform, then it's like, it's like you guys all are working together and the fans are like, Oh my gosh, best trio on the platform, best trio, blah, blah, blah. You guys are creating great content. So I'm really like, I, I work with like three of my friends or sorry, two other friends and I'm three. Um, and uh, we're just filming videos together. And like, we get a lot of comments for like best trio, love your all's videos, blah, blah, blah. And it's helped all three of us out. It's helped our engagement and uh, I've grown tremendously and both of my friends have too. So you're just tagging each other in the videos kind of thing. Yeah. It's just tagging each other in the videos. And, and I kind of have like a, a, that's like, two of my other friends that are dudes but then i also have like a larger group of friends that i also have like girls involved because like we inv yeah. involve like girls in our videos with, like funny skits and stuff yep. so uh I, I have like a good group of i would say maybe eight to ten people where we all just like are collabing off of each other all the time and sometimes i'll collab with other people too now, now tell me how that would work like how you plan for example i i 
was, you know, more recently you did one where obviously you guys were at like a mall or something, right? So yeah. what, what do you think about, do you think about, oh, wait, I got two skits for me, you know, before I even go to the mall, you plan out a couple ahead and then other people plan out ahead too, different ones, or do you guys share kind of a, a, the same videos or how does that work? Yeah, I think everybody's different. For me, what I do though, is I normally, uh, I either take my notepad right here and I'll write out my skit ideas or mm -hmm. I'll just scroll through TikTok in the For You page and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I love that idea. I'll throw it into my favorites and then I'll try to create my own content based off of it and yeah. kind of find a way to make mine unique and different. So when you're looking, that's how you're getting your sounds as well, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. that's, you, yeah, you hear a sound in a yeah. certain, certain video and you're like, okay, that's, I want to maybe not create this exact video, but be similar, use this sound. Mm -hmm. That's how you, that's how your kind of strategy for that. Yeah, that, that's my strategy on that. I will, I normally always use like sounds that, excuse me, that I see on uh, TikTok for you page. Nice. The, um, it's just interesting. Like, so for, for example, when you were at that mall doing that photo shoot, is that like an all day thing? So you created, I don't know, you maybe created a couple videos and then you created other ones for Instagram your friends are also creating a couple. So out of that shoot, you guys might make 10 videos in a, in a day kind of thing. Is that how that works? Yeah. So um, everybody has different ways of, I guess, creating their content. So I guess with, with that, I have like so many different friend groups. It's kind of crazy. Uh, with that group of friends, what we normally do is we, when they come to town, so I live in LA obviously, but they don't live in LA. Like they're kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. And um, what will happen is we'll like get an Airbnb and I'll just stop by like in the mornings, hang out all day, just film content. For us, like we're such a tight group of friends. We all like know each other so well. We enjoy hanging out with each other and content just comes naturally. Like it's yep. not forced and it's not like, hey, you need to film this video real fast. It's like, we're just hanging out and we're living life. And it's not like somebody just else, somebody random just coming into the friend group. Like, hey, what's up? I want to film a video with you, 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 you. You know, like we're already tight friends. Uh, and then I also, I, I the other, go back three days, I would say. And I was just with a bunch of, I was with one of my friends and he invited me to hang out with a bunch of other people, creators that I didn't know, like people that I had mm -hmm. no clue of. And that was kind of something where I guess I would be that random person coming in and saying, hey, blah, sure. blah. But uh, I went into her house and it was nice. Like they had a huge bottom floor of just filming. They had like a super professional camera. They have a backdrop and everything. And it's all for TikTok some YouTube too. And uh, we were just filming videos there. So that wasn't, that didn't come as naturally. That was kind of a set aside collab day. We're all just creating content. Wow. That's fantastic, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're so lucky to be a part of that, man. I think it's pretty lucky. I think it's awesome. Um, I am. I, I'm, I'm so grateful for it. You know, I wouldn't, and for me, like, I don't consider it lucky. I would consider it more like kind of a thing where it's like uh, more kind of a thing where it's like when I'm putting in work, uh, results will come out of it, you know, oh, and it's like, yeah, hundred percent. I did not mean to. Yes. Lucky. No, in yeah, that you're good. More, what I, you're the good. proper word is, is fortunate, um, mm -hmm. to be able to take part fortunate. in that. Uh, but there's so no fortunate. luck involved. I, I know that, um, any sort of success <laughs> or being in the right position is from hard work and grinding and making tough choices. There's no, yeah. And a little no bit of luck shortcut. is involved. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. definitely. Definitely. And a little bit of luck is involved with like the acting and everything sure. because sometimes like it's like if one person breaks the leg in front of you, uh, <laughs> then it's like your second stream, like you're coming in right behind. So I guess a little bit of luck is involved. Um, but I just like to say that cause I know, cause I hear a lot of people say lucky and I'm like, you know, yeah, it's no, fortunate, not just lucky. You know, you're no, putting in work. Trust behind. me, I am definitely of the mindset that you make your own luck. And uh, for sure, definitely, that's a good way to put it. For for sure. Um, when I'm looking at videos, so when you're doing a video, for example, I've seen ones where you've done, hey, to see the ending, go to the inst go to my Instagram, right? Do you find mm -hmm. those perform pretty well when it comes to in engagement or getting you followers on Instagram? Yeah, it performs so well. And it okay. literally like boosts my engagement on Instagram tenfold. So wow. I posted that video. Are you um watching the one where I threw my phone in the water? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I threw my phone in the water for a video. Uh, I threw my phone in the water for a video and I cut it right before it hit the water. And I was like, this is going to do great. It's going to get so many views. And I put in the caption, I said, go check out my Instagram for the full video. <laughs> and then immediately everybody went to my Instagram, like increased the traction. And what I did 
just kind of like bad. I never posted the video on my Instagram, Whoa. which is like I, so. Then people, I, of course, are like, "Where's the video? Where's the video?" Right, but I did that strategically though because they're like saying, "Where's the video?" So they're gonna stay active on my profile till they see the video. Yep. So my account is also private. I mean, I put it private for the video. It's not private anymore. It was private so that everybody, like, they wouldn't just go to my page, watch oh, the video, man. and leave. They had to request my page. Man, so they wouldn't request my page. Fantastic. Dude, that is incredible. That is so <laughs> So smart. I did it private overnight, and I gained, like, 500 followers. Man, ha who, did somebody teach you that technique, or you just figured that one out yourself? One of my friends told me kind of a way that he did it, and I kind of did it a little bit differently. <laughs> so he he was smart in that, but I think it's kind of like a it's an ancient technique a lot of people have used, I guess. Can, can you can you toggle? I don't even know. Can you toggle that back and forth like at will? Your your private versus public on Instagram. You can, you can, and I wouldn't suggest doing it honestly because I don't think it's that good, and it's probably like I may do it one more time. But I don't know how well it really helps your engagement on your post because, like, I think if somebody just follows you and requests you, because I went, I, I used to be private for a while back when, um, go back maybe, yeah, like a, a year or so. And I was private thinking that this would help, right? Right. And it really didn't help my engagement that well. And I, I looked at my friend too, and I guess it didn't help his engagement that well either when he did it. So I wouldn't really suggest doing it if you're just trying to get numbers in the short term. And I guess it's probably good but it's not going to yeah. help your engagement that well. Interesting. Uh, I have heard but positive things about that. Um, I knew some guys who, who ran different kind of Instagram pages uh, with like funny videos where they would just mm -hmm. grab, they didn't even, they're not even making the content. They're grabbing the videos from other people's Instagrams pages. It's all done by like a robot, but mm -hmm. they would make their page private because mm -hmm. what would happen was you'd have a hilarious video. The person right. would click on it they see that, you know, jokey videos, whatever the, the name of the, the, the page is jokey right. videos. And of course the person follow, he was getting three to 500 followers a day just on that, you know, um, yeah. rather that's than just let everybody in do. and just watch all the videos. But, um, yeah, I don't think that's, that's, a, that's like, yeah. It, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying that's what the meme pages do, but like, it's, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know. Like, if I would, I wouldn't continue doing it. Like, I think it's good for like a one-time thing. And it's not like a, it's not like a super uh, ancient technique. And it's not like, it's one of those things sure. where it's like super rare. It's common. Like people do sure. it a lot. I don't know how beneficial it will be to you as a creator though. hundred percent. I think for a creator, it's not, it might be a fun or interesting one-off kind of strategy or something like mm -hmm. that, but not for full time. How do you know? I noticed you're hashtagging when you're hashtagging on TikTok. Um, you use really general hashtags, um, which I've heard yeah. is not the way to go. Maybe you're big enough where it doesn't even matter. But what's your feeling on hashtag? Because I mean, I see you using what was I? I picked some. You know, your hashtags like skit, uh, TikTok, mm -hmm. you know, the FY, you know, for you page. Yeah. What's your feeling on hashtagging? What What do you know about it from a community level with people you talk to there? This so the answer I'm gonna give you here is about to make no sense at all. You're gonna be like then why the heck do you do this? So I do a lot of different hashtags, right? And I know you saw, like, I do a lot of these very generic hashtags, hashtag TikTok, hashtag for you. And I talked to like the, like some of the head uh, people at TikTok, like the creator talent partnership manager, blah, blah, like all these people. Right. And I was like, should I like hashtag my videos? Like, do I really need to? And I was like, is hashtag for you like beneficial? And they're like, no, hashtag for you is completely pointless. Don't do it. Like there's no reason to it all. And I'm like, oh, okay, I won't do it. But I continue to do it on every single video. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, like I said, this is about to make you like, what hey, the man, heck? I want to jinx it. <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to jinx it. Like, maybe it doesn't work at all. Completely pointless. I still do it on my videos. I You're do very wasting generic time action. typing it out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're completely right. So, I mean, there's that. And also, like, I do hashtag TikTok. And it's just... In comedy, hashtag comedy. comedy. I, I literally, I saw one. I was like, geez, I wrote it down <laughs> in my notes, my show notes. It's literally TikTok skit FYI comedy. <laughs> or FYP. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you. FYP. Like, it's so simple. Comedy. I'm like, those are the most <laughs> generic. It's like each one of those has 85 billion views. <laughs> right. I know. I, it's, it's, it's not going to help me at all. Maybe it yeah. does. I don't think it helps me at all, but I still yeah. do it. No, I think you've, what I, when I've talked to other, uh, you know, TikTok people who, who are in the know, uh, they tell me it's you're you're of such a size it doesn't matter basically the the 
unless you're doing something maybe off brand, like off of what mm -hmm. you do, whatever you have a, a video where you're crying and complaining about a girlfriend breaking up with you or something like that. And you're doing a completely off brand or off what you normally do. Uh, in that case, just from a perspective of TikTok, um, reading your text and the algorithm taking your text and saying, Oh, he's talking about being sad. Right. Like right. could work in that sort of, um, in that sort of realm. Do you ever do stuff yeah, that's I, off brand for yourself? Definitely. I, I try to say on brand as much as possible, but I would say I am at, I'm at a good, I'm at a good size. I would say with my following where it's like my following will keep coming back for more videos and they want more content from me. Yep. And the thing is with TikTok though, that's like so tough is that when viewers completely different than Instagram, when viewers look at your profile, they're not going to see your videos like how like they're not going to see your videos just scrolling through their for you page for you page is for new creators to come on the scene and with tiktok like your videos aren't going to pop up there they're going to pop into the following tab yep. and it's so like I, I hate that they do that which causes it like so it's like so that you you don't get as many viewers on your videos every single time like it's not a consistent amount of viewers completely different than instagram so that sucks but it's part of it yeah, sorry, I got the dogs barking in the background. <laughs> oh, you're good. I love dogs. I love dogs. You're great. You're good. You're I have good. a pig too. If you like pigs, I got the pig. If you can hear the oinking outside too, I got a pig. I can't hear the oinking, but pigs are dope. I want to get a pig. Dude, pigs are not dope. Don't ever get a pig, man. I'm telling you, don't, pigs are the worst. You think a got dog? It, so I'm buy a Dude, a pig is a whole nother level of challenge. <laughs> a pig's like a got it. <laughs> and they're, they're tough. <laughs> I'm going to buy a pig right now just for do you. Do not do it, dude. Dude, if you want bad TikToks, <laughs> go ahead. Get yourself a pig, man. <laughs> Bro, bad TikToks. I'm telling you, actually, that'd be great. I was thinking maybe a bunny. Bunny would be cool. <laughs> bunny would no, be good. Actually, I was thinking an armadillo. Armadillo would be so sick. No, dude, cute. Go for cute, man. Cute is killer on TikTok. Like, you should have a full-time bunny that you, like, train <laughs> to just sit on your shoulder, dude. That would be top shelf. I blow up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to. I'm, I'm going to go on Amazon. I lived on St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, and this was like 20 years I've ago. I've been there. I love St. Thomas. <laughs> hey, man, there you go. So if you know downtown, right? I used to work downtown. There's like an outdoor mm -hmm. area where they sell like yeah. sarongs and stuff like that. Well, that's where I worked. Mm -hmm. And there was a dude down there who had this giant sombrero. This big fat guy had this giant sombrero. And on his shoulder, he had a little chihuahua dog with the exact same sombrero, sombrero but obviously very tiny. <laughs> And he would walk around and be like, want a picture with my dog? $5. Want a picture with my dog? Five. And he would yeah. just make a living having people p take pictures of him. <laughs> that guy with a little dog on the shoulder, dude. <laughs> That's so smart. I mean, it's such a smart way to do it. I love so dude, if TikTok ever goes bad, you could you get your bunny. Dude, $5 with your picture with your bunny, dude. You'll make $5 bunny. $5 bunny. $5 bunny. Even if I have an armadillo, even better. $5 yeah. bunny, $5 armadillo. $6 if you want to get a video with the armadillo. That's right, man. Six bucks if you want to do the TikTok with the video. <laughs> with the, exactly. With the bunny, with the exactly. Make sure to tag him, though. All right. Make sure to you gotta tag, tag him, him, dude. He's got to have his own account. Right. And everything. So, Content. speaking of money, actually, have you monetized at all your, um, your account? You do anything for I have. I have, yeah, I am currently uh, making revenue through TikTok. Not directly though, which I hate uh, I hate about TikTok is that TikTok doesn't give you like a paycheck every single day, which sure. does suck, but obviously it's not gonna like hurt me or anything. So the way that I do it is either through one brand deals or two, when I go live on TikTok, my viewers will donate gifts and gifts will correlate back into money. Like if there's, there's like a thousand gift points and there's like 5,000 gift points and then it just turns into real cash and i yeah, guess how much is that I, I mean i saw that uh i actually donated to some people the other day just to see how that mm -hmm. functions so when i'm donating five thousand say five thousand cost me i don't know ten bucks right for that five thousand mm -hmm. cut of that ten bucks do you get i want to make sure real fast five thousand is the biggest gift right is that what it is i can't remember I'd have i'm to gonna look. i'll i'll look right now so we can get to the bottom of this Let's, I can't remember what that is. Yeah, so here we go. Let's go watch. Yeah, okay. So five thousand is the biggest gift. So, so that's the like way that bucks. works. Yeah. 
yeah so that's fifty dollars the viewer is going to pay fifty dollars and then you will get twenty five dollars of that okay tiktok so will take the other 25 yeah so you're gonna get half tiktok takes the other 50 percent uh just so they can make money you know they gotta make real money sure. so there's that and brand deals is probably the best way to really start making money on uh tiktok i would think so now, now do you do tell me this strategy do you follow this strategy often which is like you post a video then you immediately go live right after you post it so it looks like you're live when it scrolls, scrolls through people's feed do you do that that strategy that's a smart strategy. I've never done it before. May yeah. I have to give it a shot. I'll probably <laughs> Wait, you haven't to... heard that strategy before? No, I have not heard it's that strategy. It's called the McBride strategy. I've patented it. You got to pay me a dollar. <laughs> the McBride strategy. Gosh, every gift will go towards you. Okay, okay. I take 25% of the, uh, the, the TikTok. Yeah, dollar. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we could do 15. 25 is a little bit too big for me, but 15 would be like, oh. <laughs> no, it's actually from a from a a visual perspective, having even if they're following you already, when they're scrolling through their their um their following page and they see your video, but then they see your live too, they're far more likely to first of all engage with your video Definitely. and then more likely to to click it. And what I've heard from a guy I know, TikToky guy, um, TikTok expert, he says, especially if you make something relevant to live. So if you do a video, which is like, Hey, I just got my armadillo and I'm going to go live in a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you actually go live as you post that video. He says the engagement rates on that sort of thing are off the charts. Awesome. That definitely helps. I've definitely heard of that. What I normally do is I don't go live that often. I really don't, which is kind of a shocker mainly when i go live it will be when i have a viral video picking up like uh, i had a viral video e not yesterday two days ago because it's still the morning at yeah, two days ago and the video has i think it probably has a million views now and it has like three hundred fifty thousand likes so mm -hmm. i went live yesterday and i had a lot more viewers on my live stream and it, and it did better performance wise so i normally go live when videos are going viral but i'm going to so, give that so uh, you're that, going live as it's actually going viral so when you see it ramping you actually then go live is that right yes okay. yes that's what i do but I, I feel like i should give the mcbride method a shot <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the mcbride best method is kind of the inverse but tell me what you do <laughs> do you do anything with that as far as um this is another strategy i i've learned about is okay you've created a live a, a video that actually is going viral you then mm -hmm. basically take that video create a slight different variation or even almost the exact same video. You can even do the same video, different captions and everything. Post that one basically right on top of it. Do you do that? Have you ever tried that sort of strategy? Yeah. So what I do and I'll show you, I don't know if you've seen the video. This is kind of interesting actually. Um, so I got, yeah, this video is now at a million views. So I literally just did this all yesterday. I posted, there's two different videos that I have on my page right now. One video is, here, I'll show you. This is one I'll, video. I'll go to your page right now, too. Oh, yeah. Let's go, go to my page so you can see it, too. But it's this one. You'll, you'll see. You go to my yep. page and look at the yeah, first absolutely. one. Yeah, so that, that one right there. So that one right there, it has 221,000 views and 64,000 likes. This is with music and everything. Video right. did great. Great performance, right? Did well. And I was like, I what I really focus on with TikTok, and I've noticed this does so well for me every time I do this, is um, when I do kind of like the behind the scenes to a video. So here we go. Here's the behind the scenes of the video. Right. Yep. No music at all. Like literally no music. It's just me walking. I had water in my mouth for the video and there was like no words. Right. The was that was the dog interrupted, right? Dog interrupted. The dog one. Dog interrupted. One million views, 329,000. And that's a very common thing too. Like a lot of people do that kind of stuff, but I've noticed that. So it, it, it actually blew out the viral video, right? That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it, it completely blew out the viral video. I saw it picking up and I was like, Holy cow, this video is doing really well. Like, what the heck? And, and I've noticed that's been very beneficial to me. And obviously, that's, that's different for everybody else because some people, they'll do the behind the scenes thing and it yep. won't do well at all. So for me, it's kind of just part of my niche. And my niche is so, I have such a broad niche, which I'm super like thankful about with the comedy skits and everything, where yep. I can do so many different creatives with my niche. And for other people, if they try to do that, their behind the scenes video won't do well at all. So I'm super thankful for that. Yeah. So it, within your niche, you're saying you've been able to, or within your brand, you've been able to teach people that we're going to do be, a behind the scenes look as well. 
and your fans have actually enjoyed that and and grabbed onto it. Yeah, a lot of people like that uh, behind the scenes look, and I think it's really crucial when you do start TikTok for everybody that hasn't started. I think it's very crucial to really find your niche and what kind of content you want to be creating, and really figure out your 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 place on the platform. I would say yep. so. Just really just keep creating content. Man, oh my God, dog! Come on, man. Screw! Sorry, my, my armadillo is going crazy in the background too. <laughs> what? What? Tell me what ar- what sounds armadillos make. Man. Oh, I have no clue. I haven't really researched armadillos yet. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, go with the bunny, dude. Bunny. And then you can do the put it in the bun one where you put the bun, the ears in the bun. <laughs> the bun. You're right. You're I noticed, right, what was the other one I saw? The, the wax hand video. It's so funny. Like, that's, that's the type of thing where, I mean, do you see that? Like, you did that. There it is, man. There it is. This one right there here. Is. This is the legendary yeah. wax hand. This baby went viral. It smells so good. Oh my gosh. I love the smell of this thing. Uh, like for that one, how'd you pick the sound or whatever? How, you know, what, what, what gave you that was just one you like, as you're scrolling through TikTok, you re, you hear a sound and you're like, Ooh, that would be good for like a surprise ending one or a cool ending. Like how, how does that work? Yeah. So for that one, it's interesting. And I, I even reached out to the creator and he didn't even thank me. He should be thanking me. Um, long story short. <laughs> So I just made this video. I was at the uh, the Los Angeles Fair, Los Angeles County Fair in Pomona, California. And it was so cool. I went there with my friend and, I, and I've always loved to do these wax hand videos. Or not videos, but I always did the wax hand thing uh, back when I was like six years old. Like if you right. asked about my home in Kentucky and you got these wax hands everywhere. So I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this video. So I got my f- friend to film it and I had no sound at the time. And I was like, I have no clue what I'm gonna do for this video, blah, blah, blah. Film this video really on the spot. Put that baby into iMovie, started editing. I was like, what song am I going to use for this video? And I looked through my playlist on Spotify, and I do this very often. And I looked at my playlist on Spotify, and I found this song called Marlboro Nights or something. Uh And it's a a popular song. And literally, that video is going going viral. It has like 1.7 million likes and like 15 million views. And this video has tremendously helped this uh singer and songwriter the guy who sang it and that's yeah, why i reached awesome. out to him i was like yo I, I i would love to work with you i'd love to meet with you in public he never dm'd me back but <laughs> you know what i'm useless to him right even though i i literally you already did so the work much. for him man you already did the work i did all the work for this dude like and the song wasn't even like it's big but it's like i made it so much bigger and now there's yes. like if you go to the sound there's like 2500 videos on that sound so. it's incredible man it's incredible. There for music for people who are in the music industry, uh, TikTok is a it's a it's literally so magic. Good, yeah. It, if it works so for good. you, it is absolute magic. I mean, I, you I even watch guys who don't even really blow up, but are kind of just gotten bigger. Is um, what was this Cape Cape Lions? You know that guy from Cape Lions? Do you know that guy? So this guy basically created how to make a little Wayne song or whatever. And he takes the song, he does like something little funny and he does some like business. Like, and all of a sudden he makes this little song. It sounds like Lil Wayne and it's the most ridiculous thing. It's funny as heck. The guy went from literally, you know, 25 followers on Spotify to 125,000 in like a month on Spotify. It's incredible. Wow. And, um, you know, all from, and of course we all know about uh, little Nas X and all these guys. And it's uh, just amazing uh, what tic- and TikTok can do that for you. Um, it's Definitely. Fantastic. TikTok's so powerful. It's so have, powerful. Have it. you thought about one thing for, for monetization rather than brand deal or in addition to brand deals is actually reaching out to music people and having them pay you for using their sound. You've thought about that? Yeah, definitely. Sorry, I meant to say that, I guess, when I, I said the monetization factor. That's, I guess, another way. I mean, I kind of categorize that under the brand deal category. Yep. But, yes, that is another way, and I've done it several times. I don't do it that often, which I feel like I should do it more. I'm not really big into that. I know some people who literally every single video is a, a song, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But I don't do it that often. That is a great way to make money, though. Brands or producers or, or label companies will reach out to you, and they'll be like, hey, we'd love for you to use this song. I just had somebody – sorry, excuse me. I just had somebody reach out to me, I think, yesterday. Literally every single day, people are always reaching out to me. Use this song for a video. We'll pay you X amount of dollars, and, and we just love for you to use it. And I'm like, uh, 
don't really know if I'd like to use that, blah, blah, blah. Some people, they don't even want to pay at all. So sometimes I just <laughs> politely decline them, but you know. <laughs> Dude, don't even pay, don't even get paid. Just be like, look, I want a percentage, man. I want a percentage. Right, right, right. That, that would be even better. Think long-term, right? Cause then it's, then it's like long-term, right? It's kind of like, I mean, I'm it's gonna, nice to get, get, you know, a few hundred bucks or whatever, but to get long-term, I don't know. Interesting, mm -hmm. man. So you don't have a manager or anything that handles that for you? You doing that all yourself? I do. I do have a manager. So I have a social media manager and I've been signed with them for probably about six months now and it's going well. They are, they're sending, they're sending me new brand deals. So they're trying to all the time. And obviously it's hard though for my, my brand and niche. Cause like they have some alcohol companies that would be great, but obviously I'm 16 years old, sure. not going to be good for alcohol companies. Yep. And that's very difficult, but they're, they're trying to get me as much stuff as possible. It's going well. I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's good news. We're, we're chilling. I mean, ideally, if you were to look at yourself in 10 years out, what would be the ideal arc of what you're actually doing right now? Have you, yeah, have you I would say like that. I'm, trust me, dude, I'm almost 50. I have a hard time thinking that way, but I'm wondering if you have any sort of ideal, uh, you know, master plan. You're almost 50. You look a lot younger than 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No way. Um, let's see. I, I do. I do. I do have a master plan. I would say in 10 years, I, I would really be where I, well, depends on where social media is, honestly. And I know we sure. said at the beginning, and it's like, yo, like, where's the social media going to be? But I would really say that in 10 years, I will, I'll be booking a lot more, a lot more roles in the acting world. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know where stand-up comedy will be at the time, but probably I'll still be doing stand-up comedy. I'm really going to be doing everything I'm doing now, but to a, a larger horizon and have a larger audience and I'll be more well-known to the world. That's the goal. That's what I'm hoping on. And I'll just be grinding and just still working and, and hoping, hoping to make it big time. Well, I think the, I mean, you know, from what I would, if you, if you were asking me, you're not asking me, but if I'm, if you're asking me, uh, if somebody was asking me, well, what's kind of your mat, your special skill set that you have, um, you probably, I mean, you must know you have it, but the idea of you understand at, like within you at your core, what is, what will resonate with people and what is good content. Um, it's, it's, most people don't have that. Right. Um, and you've mm -hmm. proved it on a personal level. Um, but then you can take that to other people or other, uh, things. Uh, which is something you have now. Uh, and you could, if you, uh, trust me, if you wanted to make money now, you could absolutely make money now just helping other creators. Um, could always be a side business if you needed money. <laughs> Definitely. But. And that's what I'm, thank you very much. Thank you for that. And I, I'm currently like working on, I guess that kind of thing with, in that, like that kind of thing with the helping other creators. I'm, I'm working on a podcast right now, Parker's podcast, TikTok tips. And I'm trying to figure out a way on how to monetize that, how to get that working. Nothing started yet. Still working on the branding and the logo. I'm waiting for my microphone to be shipped. Like, I don't know where this. <laughs> bro, you don't have I Amazon this, up like, there, man? It's one day, bro. Like, bro, I, I'm supposed to, but my, like, it's not Amazon. My, my, like, my microphone's in Kentucky, but yeah. then we had to ship it out. So I'm, I'm hoping for this microphone to come soon. And I guess that's kind of something I, I'm trying to figure out how to monetize it in that way. And I've always talked about, I think, would that be like a Patreon thing? How would that work in monetizing and trying to help other creators out? Do you know how that would work? I would say, look, I would say this. Like, I've been doing a podcast for over a year. Um, I'm actually starting a new podcast focusing on business only because my, my one about Costa Rica would often fall into business. And, you know, I love talking about business more. I mean, I love talk, talking about Costa Rica and helping people with Costa Rica. But business, really, that's something I could talk about all day you know, this type of stuff. I love this sort of stuff. Um, so I would, what I would say to you is don't worry about monetizing the podcast. The podcast, if you know about like business funnels and funneling people into like a sale, the, the podcast is the top of your funnel. The po podcast becomes an awareness builder. Um, so don't worry. There are ways you can monetize a podcast through ads and, and brand deals and all that sort of stuff, of course. But just start creating the podcast as a top of the funnel way. Uh, just think of it that way. You can, and then your managers and everybody can help you actually figure out, okay, if you build it up enough, okay, then you can monetize it. But look at it at the start as simply a, a top of the funnel awareness building activity. Um, because right now people are finding you basically through TikTok, maybe some Instagram, maybe some YouTube, right? Um, 
Mm. Well, if you create the podcast and the podcast becomes a place where you can actually help people um, and people can come to you for information. Okay. Then it's like, then they also, guess what? They're going to, they're going to look at your accounts. They're going to follow right. you. They're going to know about you. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I do. I do. Yeah, it does make sense. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Thank what are you, you. going to do? Who's going to set you up with your podcast? How, who, how are you going to set it up? Well, I'm trying to, well, my mom kind of has a podcast at the moment and she has like daily briefings. I'd be like, Hey, I don't want to talk about this, <laughs> but, um, oh, she didn't pick it up. Good. Um, my mom, she'll have like daily briefing podcasts. So yep. she's like helping me out with a lot of kind of like the back end of things and how to get the podcast working. But it's kind of just going to be a just live and learn kind of thing and just hoping that I kind of learn on, pick up on things just as I go Dude, it's on. So, honestly, it's so easy. It, there's literally, I did, I think I posted yesterday on it on Instagram or whatever. Mm. There is like, don't even think about it. Like just start. Like you can literally get anchor, right? Go to anchor.com or anchor.fm, whatever. Get it on your computer. You can plug your mic into the computer and go. I, I love that you've focused. I, I'd say fo focus 100%. Be TikTok tips and tricks, you know, with Parker, with Parker panel. And that's it, right? And it just because you've hyped, just like you're saying you do with TikTok, you hyper niche this thing out, right? Don't try to be everything. Be exactly what you are, which is you're giving people right. definitive advice on TikTok. And then, man, dude, you don't need, don't think about it in like a large Oh, how am I going to create a big show? No, man. You can literally do one minute tips every day. Like as you're thinking, you're filming something and you go, Ooh, that's a good tip. You pull up the anchor app. You go, guys, this is, you got to set your camera shutter speed to blah, 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 whatever you're doing. Boom. And you just post it and do content every single day, man. Every day, do a podcast every day. Hmm. And you will be stunned. Uh, or maybe not stunned because you're used to people consuming your content. But for people who don't get a lot of people con consuming their content, man, you do it every day and you show up every day and it and don't make it a big deal, but just make it a, you know, really put a lot of content out. And uh, I think you'd be surprised how well you can do. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm glad you said. You point to what you're, you were thinking. You were thinking like a bigger show, like a big production type of thing. No, I actually wasn't. No, it actually was kind of that thing, actually, because uh, I talked to uh, a couple mentors also, and I talked to my mom. Obviously, and they were they were saying the same thing, just kind of new content every single day. Just you can really produce these things fast and get them done quick and easy. What I was interested by is kind of like the hypernet thing that you said, and yep. I was thinking like I was into like a broader show, I guess. But I think that's very smart to just stick to just the TikTok tips while it's working. You know. I mean, look, you could do a broader just you, right? This is your day, day in the life or just you talking, right? And you're, but then you're kind of grabbing the people who already know you. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, right. if you just make it hyper-focused on TikTok, then, or, I mean, you could make, more broadly would be social media. Okay, you're a social media guy as well. You could make it about social media. That, that could work too. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not an expert in the thing. Mm. But my gut tells me, TikTok at this point in time is super, you know, it's popping on just everybody's beginning to get on it. Look, you got old people on the platform now, right? It's, it's getting into mainstream and old people, guess what? They listen to podcasts, right? And so if yeah, I want the tips do. on pot and I search podcasts right now, I haven't done it yet, but when I hang up with you, I'm going to search podcasts and see how many, uh, or I'm going to search TikTok within my podcast app and see what comes up. You know, there's no reason that can't be you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Simply because yeah. you I'll already that have mean. an that, audience. When you right? search that up, that'll be all Parker panel. You'll see it. Well, well maybe not. Maybe I'll beat you to it. But seriously, that's the way this sort of stuff works. And well, you see it. You see the synergy between different uh, channels, right? Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You see the different synergies. T podcasting is a whole, it's really the most separate of all those right? Podcasting mm -hmm. is, is very separate from all those. And so if you can reach in there, it can funnel back and forth between the thing and, and really create a nice synergistic thing. I don't know. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try well, to get it up. Help, man. I could say I could help you set it up, dude. It's Thursday. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. If today's Thursday, 
as long as I get this microphone in, I'll, I'll have it. I'll have it up and running by next week. That's gonna what be kind the goal. Of, what I'm kind of mic you got? Uh, it is a Blue Yeti. Okay, it's okay. It's not the best, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, all right. Cool, cool. Why? Well, I got the Blue Yeti coming in, so I, I'll create. I'll start creating my podcast. Hopefully, getting them up by next week. So. Yep. Be do you have um? Do you have a good mic for your for your iPhone? You have an iPhone, right? I do. I have the iPhone 10. Okay. What I'd say is get yourself like a lav mic. You know what a lav mic is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself a lav mic that you can plug right into your iPhone. So it's got like the special, um, you know, hookup or whatever, the lightning cable that goes right into your iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then, because I'm telling you, the people who make it a big deal never make the goddamn podcast, right? Don't make it mm-hmm. a big deal. Make it where you're riding in the Uber to go do a shoot. Ooh, I got an idea. And boom, you 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 record it right there, you post it right there, and do it every day, bro. Every day. Mm. Okay, cool. That's my advice, man. Cool. <laughs> got you. Thank so, you for that. Thank I, you. I appreciate it, dude. I, I'll literally, I will help you do it. There's no reason you can't have a kick-ass podcast. I'll search it after we hang up, and you know, I'll send you a little what what I would uh, what I'd recommend. But um, for sure, yeah. Couple, let me know. Yeah, give me all the tips you got. Thank you so much. Thank you. Couple other one, one couple other questions, and then we'll end this. But um. The idea of, or the, the strategy of deleting or pri- making videos private when they're not working, what's your strategy on that? Yeah, I try to, if a video doesn't do well for me, I normally try to delete it. And it's just one of those things where when somebody comes and view to my profile, and if they're seeing the videos aren't doing well and they're seeing that my engagement isn't good, especially if it's like a professional or yeah. somebody that's working for TikTok, you know, I'm going to want them to see like my high quality videos, videos that are doing well, performing well, and my followers really are engaging with rather than something that's not doing well. So I normally delete them if they're not. If they're not. How long do you wait? What's your wait time before you make a decision? So it's funny that you said that. Uh, while we were literally just on, like still on the phone, when I said, hey, what's the 5,000 gift points? I had a video that I posted last night and the video wasn't doing well at all. So I literally just deleted the video while we were talking here. It, yep. Like I woke up and it only had, I think 40,000 views and like 5,000 likes, which really isn't that good. I normally get that within like an hour to two hours. Sure. Um, so I, I deleted the video. It wasn't doing well. So for that, I waited longer. And sometimes I will literally wait like an hour to two hours and I can really get the gist of a video is going to do well or not. Now, have you, um, in talking to people from TikTok, have you learned of a benefit to deleting rather than just making it private? I've never really privated videos. I've always kept them just deleting or kept them public okay because i've heard i've heard from my guy who talks to tiktok is that privating them it keeps the likes and it keeps the people who have engaged with it but Mm. i i'm not 100 percent sure about uh if that's good or bad you're you're not the yeah i've I've heard a lot of popular creators just go with full delete um which may be better for yeah I don't know. I don't think there's much algorithm there, whether if, 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 if there's like, does it really affect you if you're deleting or privating? I've really never noticed anything there. I just delete the videos. Privating, I guess you're right. If you're really, if the video is doing, like, if the video is not doing that well, then I'm not really super pertinent on having it still uh, alive so I can keep the likes on my profile. Because I already have, I think I'm at, I think I'm at like 22.8 million likes or so. So sure. I'm not really focusing on like if a video only has 5,000 likes. Right, preserving really those 5,000 likes, you're not yeah. so concerned, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know. now, now when, I think everybody. I was just going to say, when you're making a video, do you like just by nature know, okay, this is the way a video is going to lay out with like whatever, uh, a funny ending or, or an ending that's exciting? I mean, how do you lay that out in your mind when you're thinking about it? Or are you just by nature have this idea like, do you actually like prepare when you're writing on that sheet of paper you have? How do you, how do you do that? Yeah. Being on TikTok is, is such a, it's, a, it's such a great platform where you like, you can always be creating new content. Right. So for me, what I do is it's, it's one of those things where it's like, since I scroll through the 40 page every single day, I'm always on that platform. I haven't done it yet today. I still kind of got to figure out what I'm filming today. And based on my idea, Sometimes, like if it's if it's a longer idea where I really need to write down, then I'll write it down. 
But if it's one of those things where it's like a quicker 15 second video, I normally just come up with that, the, the outcome, the, the climax, and then the resolution at the, like just right there on the spot. Right. So it really depends. But for the shorter videos, just do it right there on the spot. It's just so much easier and it, it provides less stress on my life. You know, I'm, I don't have to stress about it all the time. And what do you use? Do you use a specific camera to film all of your shots or you use the, you ever use the, the phone itself? Really? Just all of my iPhone. 100%. Yeah. It's all of my iPhone. Mm -hmm. and, and you film it within the app itself and then what download it and, and edit it that way. Or how do you do it? No. So I would not suggest filming it within the app itself because it puts a watermark on your video. It's yeah. better just to film it off the app unless there's a, a specific sound that you want to be using on TikTok, then film it on the app TikTok, but I normally just do it through camera roll. Sometimes I do it slow mo, and that really just allows me to have full creative control over it, and then edit the videos. Any specific apps that you recommend for editing? iMovie's great, InShot's great, which is InShot. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I N S H O T, or also Video Star is cool too. So are you? You're actually taking it from the phone and then putting it on a computer and then editing it in the computer basically? Yes. So normally I do my iPhone, but sometimes I'll edit it with the computer. Yesterday I was just working on this video and you sadly I, on the phone to edit. Mm -hmm. I use Bro, on you crazy phone. man. You're insane, dude. That sucks. <laughs> you use I'm, iMovie for, for, on the phone? Dude, I'm going to make your life right. a million times better right now, bro. Right <laughs> now. Like iMovie, like I get it. I dude, get it. What do you say? What do you think? What dude, you, think? you are wasting your time, bro. You are wasting your time. Use one. It's called Luma, L-U-M-A, Fusion. Look it up mm -hmm. right now. Luma Fusion, bro. It's right there on the bottom uh, Okay. Bottom, bottom left or right, whatever you see. It's like the swirly thing. So Cost 30 bucks, um, dude. It'll change your life, man. All right, I got you right here. I just screenshotted it. Here's the thing, though. Here's the only thing that's different from me and I guess for other people's kind of content for me, iMovie is perfect and it really gets everything I need done and handled very well because with my kind of content, I don't focus on having insane editing like and editing skills and really right. having these cool special effects. I do very simple editing things, just really cropping, cutting, sometimes putting in a sometimes putting in like a cool slash in the video, but like that's sure. very, very rare. No, um, dude, trust me, I'm the same way. Trust me, I'm the exact same way. Mm -hmm. There's no I am not doing any crazy editing. But, but that editor, dude, fusion? all right, you, you probably spend, I don't know, 200 hours, 300 hours a year editing video. This will take that mm -hmm. 300 from, you know, in iMovie and put it to 100. It's just, it's easy. Fusion. Just, it's not about being able to do magic. Cool. I'm not doing magic. It's about speed. Like, you will just be faster. Like, your editing's yeah. just 100 100% worth the 30 bucks. 100%. <laughs> cool. Okay, I just screenshot it, so I'll have to check it out. Cool. Thank yeah. you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate man, that's I think that's awesome, dude. I think that's uh, that's that's all the time we have. I know you got to run, go make your videos, man. Uh, <laughs> dude, I really appreciate I your time. Cool, loved it. Uh, fantastic inter interview. I, I, dude, I'm so psyched for your podcast, man. Uh, holy cow, dude, you're gonna have. I mean, dude, it, there's there's a magical window right now. I think you're right at the at the cusp of it where you could, by starting something like that, you could really get some deep following. The only thing that it doesn't do with the podcast, if you niche it down to TikTok, is it doesn't build like a longer term, hey, this is who Parker is, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't really do that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter because they're going to be following you everywhere else, right? And so if right. this one, or if you did a podcast, okay, this is the TikTok tips with Parker uh, podcast. And guess what? The next one, okay, it's Vine 2.4. And that becomes the next app. Well, guess what? You then just do a new podcast. It doesn't have to be, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a forever. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Right. Like I can always expand with my content, you know, absolutely. like they're there. As long as they're there, I can figure it out from there. Absolutely. One other thing actually what just yeah. occurred to me, do you have like a website yourself or no, you're all just I do. I do. Yeah. It's parkersplayground.com. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm, what am I saying? Yeah, you, of course. I've already been there. If you want it. Yeah. yeah Parkersplayground.com. If you want to check that out. Of course. No, I, I don't know. It just occurred to me like, cause I'm thinking of my own website and somehow I got to, yeah, I've already checked it out of course, but I'll put that. Yeah, in I got my, I got my hosting. Yeah. Cool. 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 I got my hosting on my episodes and weekly episodes on there. Like top, uh, top, top, uh, songs to listen to Parker's playlist, Parker's plate, best food in LA, 
all that good stuff. So feel free to check it out. Awesome, man. Dude, thanks so much. I really appreciate it, man. And I'll send you all the info when, uh, when this is all up and running. Uh, awesome, dude. Thanks so much. For sure. Do it. Do it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it, dude. All right. Take care, bro. Hey, guys. It's Adam from the podcast. First, thanks so much for tuning in and listening, sharing, liking the podcast, telling your friends about it. I really, really do appreciate it. If you all are visiting Costa Rica for the first time, say hi to me on Twitter, on Instagram. I am everywhere. If you want to check out what I'm doing, uh, my wife and I created one of the first organic bath and body products here in Costa Rica. Uh, Head over to robotanicals.com. You can find us on all the social medias. Uh, We are one of the largest suppliers of bath and body products to hotels in Costa Rica. Uh, We basically created the whole market here for luxury refillable bathroom products. We're pretty proud about that. Just reducing the amount of waste here in Costa Rica and trying to spread that message across the world. And uh, check it out. It's robotanicals.com. You can find us uh, anywhere on the socials. Just uh, look up Robotanicals and say hi. Thanks and uh, enjoy the podcast.